This is the Wally Show podcast. To hear the live version, check us out each weekday morning through the Way FM app or at our website, wayfm.com slash Wally. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. If you're not careful, you might just learn something today. Hi there. Is there a project you're working on? I know more than you. All right. It's The Wally Show. On social media, there's this new term trending, and it's called lucky girl syndrome. It's where you change your way of thinking to genuinely believing good things will happen to you. And here's one TikToker. Just bear with me because no, she no. she sounds like Gavin. <laughs> no, come on, I, no. Uh. Now I know exactly how so she sounds in my here's, head. <laughs> here's one TikToker claiming that Lucky Girl Syndrome oh, is working so for her. The thing is, it wasn't until I genuinely believed that great things just happened to me out of nowhere that things literally started flying at my face. I genuinely consider myself one of the luckiest people I know. Like I get the most insane opportunities thrown at me out of nowhere. Literally no better way to explain it than like, it feels like the odds are completely in my favor. Oh, that's so funny. That's really hard to hear. Now I have a a question. Um, (laughs) This is lucky girl syndrome. But this applies to people in general? Yeah, I think like, in general, this could work for guys, too. The The catch is that, is that you have to genuinely believe that good things will happen. Right. You can't I just believe. walk out. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just walk out there and just say it. But the thing about it is, like, some people take it to an extreme level where they're like, okay, I'm putting this out into the universe and I'm manifesting, manifesting it. And yeah. I'm making good things happen. I think that's garbage. Yeah. But I do think if you have an attitude where you are just believing more positively, you're going to find positive. If you are believing negative, you're going to find negative. Yeah, it's not that I believe in lucky girl syndrome, but I do believe that when you're looking on the bright side of things, that you will find joy, you'll find blessing in the little things in life, and it'll give you more of a positive outlook. And you might actually treat people differently because you're in a better headspace, and then they treat you differently. You're like, oh my goodness, that person just gave me a $5 gift card. I don't even know why. Lucky girl syndrome. (laughs) No, because you weren't a jerk to them. Right, exactly. Well, while some are promoting this new way of thinking, others aren't fans. Some are calling this way of thinking, quote, toxic positivity. (laughs) This is what I love about the internet. The internet can't even get out of its own way. Like, people on the internet, like, they can't even take something that is, like, remotely just happy and innocuous and it's not going to hurt anybody. And they just have to, like, just cut its legs off. Well, if you don't understand what toxic positivity is, I didn't either. I had to look it up. It pretty much means, like, this person will have a positive mindset in really dire situations. So think, for example, like you go to a friend and you're suffering with grief or right. with depression and you tell them this and they just tell you, oh, you just need to look at the brighter side right. of things and pretty much take your feelings and throw them out the window. They're dismissing the real situation or they're making you feel guilty for being sad or angry over something. Yeah, th- those are the people like if you're. If, if you can't handle that positive person in your life, then you just don't have them in your life, you know? But, like, my mom is uber positive. Uber positive. Like, she sees the... Toxic positive? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> like, but, but it works for her, and it's great, and I love it. And people love being around her because she is so positive, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you're just so miserable and you can't handle that then that's on you. you Is that why you don't keep in contact with your mom and your wife has to? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't handle it. Oh, that's good. I love it. Well, you know, if nothing else, it's like, it's, it's a biblical principle. It's like, Look for the good, find the good in other people first, and mm-hmm. then maybe in in doing so, you know, your life works a little bit better too. Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. We're gonna play the whole lot of history game. This is where we look at the history searches of each member of the show, and all you have to do is tell us who you think searched. For what? So we'll go through uh, the things and give you uh, like a uh, recent search, okay? And then we'll have a story behind it as well. But if you know the members of the show, it might help you to determine what it, who it was that actually searched for that, okay? Um, like, who do you think Betty Rock searched for Troika? 
Can you spell that? T-R-O-I-K-A. Troika. Gavin or me. Troika. It sounds like a wrestling move or like a... mm, Troika. Troika. I think it's going to be Gavin. Gavin? Okay. Yeah, because it sounds like something that... Oh, it could be a new term because you're always using like clutch. Yeah. And you think Troika a, is yeah. my It new, could be. You're oh, like, oh, that's a vibe. That's yeah. so Troika. That's so Troika. Yeah. You yeah. just troika that. I yeah. think you're just trying to stay up with the huh. kids. Trying to stay young. Yeah. In 27. So what does Troika mean, Gavin? I don't know. Because, because you didn't search it? I didn't, didn't search, search it. it. Oh. I searched it. What is it? It is a like a Russian um, uh, vehicle kind of thing pulled by horses. And uh, the reason I know this and the reason I looked it up is because my wife was playing a word search game on her phone. Huh? And she was trying to get this word, trying to get this word. And she finally got it. And she randomly put the letters in there. And it's like, Troika? What, what is, is Troika? And so I'm like, I don't know. And Let's I was Google curious. It. That's what I did. So I solved it. And I'm like, okay, it's an actual legit word. Huh. Who knew? So there you go. Well, look at there. You've learned something today. You can be like, oh, my car's running like a Troika. And then people will be like, what? And then, oh, it's a Russian vehicle. Don't worry and about it. And he looks smart. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's the way it works. We're going to give you that Google search. You tell us who you think searched it. And there's some good ones today, too. 855-33-WAY-FM. So if you want to win a prize, it's a very simple game. 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll play with you right now. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. Kelly, welcome to the whole lot of history game. Have you listened to The Wally Show for any length of time? A little bit, yep. I'm new to the town where you guys are playing, so yes. Okay, well that's good. Well, welcome. Maybe you'll learn a little something uh, about us and see if we're very similar to you in many ways. So the way it works is uh, I have things that each of us have Google search, okay? It's our history. And all you have to do is tell me who on the show you think searched that thing, okay? So here we go. How do you fray jeans? Who do you think searched that? Gavin? Betty Rock or myself? Oh, goodness. That's tough because I can see both you and Betty doing that. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. I, I kind of appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to go Betty. Betty Rock. She is young and fashionable. Betty Rock, did you search how to fray jeans? I did not. Oh. Does that mean it was you, Wally? It was not me. Young what? Gavin. Yes. <laughs> it was a moment of weakness. I was watching an influencer on TikTok, and he was nice. spraying his jeans. I'm like, that looks kind of cool. Nice. And then I thought about it, and I was like, that's not going to be cool on me, though. <laughs> Gavin is Gavin's still trying to find his look. He's yep. trying to find himself, uh, and he is, uh, you know, apparently taken to Google to help <laughs> make it happen. Okay, no point there. That's okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, question number two, or search number two. Do buffaloes get lonely? Oh. Aw. What do you think? Who searched <laughs> that, Kelly? I hope not. Um, but... See, uh, Betty. You think Betty searched do buffaloes get lonely? Okay, well, let's rule some things out. Gavin, did you search this? I did not search this. I also hope they don't get lonely. I know, <laughs> I know. I will tell you this. I did not search this, which means Betty did search it, but I know why she searched yes. it, though. So you are right, Kelly. I did search this. And the reason is, on the interstate, close to us, if you go down a certain way, there's this farm nearby, and they have one lone buffalo. You still have the- two. They used to yeah. have two, but now there's only one. So I'm thinking one of them passed away. Oh, no. And I'm telling you, my heart aches for this buffalo. <laughs> I have woken up in the middle of the night thinking, is he okay? And I Googled, do buffaloes get lonely? Do buffaloes get lonely? It turns out that we don't really know the psyche of a okay. buffalo, but we do know that they are a herd animal. Mm. So you find them in packs. Yeah. And so he doesn't have his herd. Yeah. He doesn't have his pack. And I think they should buy another buffalo I for know. him to have a friend. I think you should go try to hug it one day on your way home. <laughs> just And just let me know what happens. <laughs> if I live to tell it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Last one. You got to get this right. Who on the show Googled out of shape Adam Lambert? Who Googled that? <laughs> Gavin, Betty, or myself? Uh, I, I think there's only one left. That's you, Wally. Uh, well, it could be anybody. I don't. It doesn't have to be one of us. But it, you are right. It was me. <laughs> I uh, googled out of shape Adam Lambert. Why? We were playing cards with some friends of ours, and Molly goes, "Have you seen Adam Lambert?" And I said, "No, not really." 
she, she's like, he's let himself go. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I got a Google I know, saying. that's what I did. And so, like, I, I just searched Adam Lambert at first, and I thought something would come up. I'm like, oh, he uh-huh. looks great. She's like, those aren't the photos. And then I searched, like, out of shape Adam Lambert. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I get oh, it. I'm oh, I'm seeing it. Yeah. 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 yeah well, yeah. bless his heart. We all walk through those times. We you know? do. We do. And so. <laughs> I have listened to some of your old podcasts and stuff. I know you want to look up out of shape Ryan Seacrest. That would make my day. When when Ryan Seacrest finally lets himself go, I will be so happy. <laughs> well, you know what, Kelly? You uh, figured them all out, and you are a winner today. Yay! Thank you so much. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. Uh, you know, I say if you can't get enough of the Wally Show here on the radio, we have the podcast that we do every day after the show and it's stuff that we don't even talk about on the radio. It's all new content and some people like to listen to the show on the go and take it wherever you want. So that's the way the podcast works. Simple to get to. Yeah, when you text TWS to 91979 we can send you a link. That's TWS to 91979. And the podcast is different from the normal show. Sometimes we'll dive into like heavier topics that need to be discussed at greater length. Uh, sometimes uh, I get a little uh, ranty uh, there. and I then, would say 90% of the time. Yeah, and then sometimes we just get a little vulnerable. And uh, that's what happened on the podcast, and it was my turn for some vulnerability. I'm taking auditions for a new best friend, and uh, Paul, <laughs> my friend who used to work here that now runs Shower Up, threw his hat in the ring uh, for did the weekend. Okay, I'm a taker. Yeah. Did, did he throw his hat in the he ring? He did. Or was you Are you Marty choosing? was there. You were there at lunch. You heard him, right? Marty, my wife, and my daughter. Uh-oh, you she, didn't hear she's it? She's nodding no. Ouch. No, get over here. Do not be a liar. Ouch. You heard him, right? Killer. I did hear it. Yeah. Yes. And he, oh. he was like, but, yes, I want to be your say, best yes, friend. did he say, yes, I'll be your best friend after Wally was like nope. crying Well, they were trying to figure out what to be best friends about yeah so. it's sad that you had to say that and not giving back to others because paul is really great <laughs> yes, about yes. giving yeah. to others he helps the homeless yeah, and stuff like and that you were like no, yeah let yeah. me think no, no, no. let's come up with something else paul spitball what else do you like to do besides good things oh, for people well. <laughs> is there anything i'm gonna enjoy yeah. That's the key to the equation. Is what you can't, activity? Yeah, yeah, you can't necessarily just be like instant best friends. Yeah, guys and not have to have something stuff. to do. You can't just like their like, personality and be no. like, yeah, we'll no, be no, can't go that far. But that here, doesn't last that long. No, here's where I'm sad though. Okay, so before before the weekend, uh, Gavin heard me talking to Engineer Phil, who Engineer Phil's like one of the nicest people we have here. <laughs> he's the best. And he's, he's super funny. Best friend. And so he rides dirt bikes. And so uh, he was like, dude, I've got an extra dirt bike. Why don't you come uh, ride with me sometime? And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is. Uh, looking good shake the, shake the magic eight ball are we going to be best friends outcome likely you know so, so i hard. did a full deep dive into uh buying a dirt bike you know what this, this is reminding me of yes. i've heard of this and i've actually seen it in some of my friends so when they date different guys yes they adapt into what their boyfriend likes that's me Oh, yes, my. like because, because you weren't a mountain biker before no, Greg. I wasn't, and now apparently after Greg, I'm not anymore. You know, so oh. because I don't want to do it by myself, and so like I'm all excited uh, this week. Come back to work, and Phil's here, and uh, I'm like, Phil, hey Phil, come on in here. And, and normally Phil's like, like, Hey guys, but instead he was like, Oh, I go, I go, I did, did it. Yeah, I go, I did a deep dive into dirt bikes this week, and he's like, Oh. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh. So if you want to check out the aftercast and find out how that went and and, and our Phil and I best friends, uh, make sure you just hit up. Eh, yeah, I know. <laughs> TWS uh, to 91979 and you can get the podcast and take it wherever you want. Coffee shops, poolside, back porch, picnic table at the park, at your kid's soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University. I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite. I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend. So life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want to accomplish, and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends, your family, or what have you. And you can earn accredited degrees from Colorado Christian without ever setting foot on campus. So there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school. If it's something you really want to do, you can do it. And all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And the other really important thing is that Colorado Christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. So check it out, ccu.edu slash Wally. Uplifting Way FM. Here's what's going on today. 
So things are getting back to normal after an all-stop in the airline industry yesterday. And this time it wasn't Southwest's fault, believe it or not. Uh, A lot of people still mad at Southwest um, for the holiday fiasco. It was an actual FAA computer that relays vital information to pilots regarding safety. um, And it caused the cancellation or delay of 10,000 flights yesterday. Wow. Yeah. So if you were traveling, boy, that was a bad day to fly. And I heard that... This malfunction yes. happened because of some equipment that they had, like a like a computer yes. system thing that has been around since 1940-something. Yeah, it's an old system. It's outdated. They needed to do some things. At first, they thought it might be a security breach or a cyber attack. Not the case. Uh, the FAA released a statement uh, that, uh, you know what? It's so I feel bad for the guy. Okay, because what happened was it was an engineer who changed out a file, just a file, so a digital thing, mm-hmm. and he put the wrong file back in or something, and that's what crashed the system. And that's so easy to do. Absolutely. I mean, come on. But here's the FAA. Here's what they said. It was an honest mistake that cost the country millions. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I, I know. It's like you could have just left it. In. It's an honest mistake. You know what? Joe's a nice guy. We love him. Yeah. Don't you know? He's been here for a while. And don't done, don't blame him. Yeah, he's done great all these years. And one yeah. little. Minor mistake you know, cost thousands. He's a husband. He's a father. He's not a great pickleball player, but you know, he's a good guy. So let's not vilify Joe here. Uh, but they're like, no, it's an honest mistake that cost the country millions. <laughs> I just, I just love guy. that. So, I, it did make me start thinking, though. Have you ever cost your company money? I would love to hear uh, stories of other people that pulled a Joe here and cost their company money. Yeah, because I can't think of a time that I've done that. But I'm sure, Wally, you can think of I worked at Radio Disney, and I just started there. We were going to do a big thing to send 20 families, like so families of four, so 80 people to Disney. Mm -hmm. And we called the winner, and they weren't there. They didn't answer. So we did, like, we were trained in radio. Yo, call the next person that's on the list. So we call the next person. They're like, yeah, we got it. Well, apparently they call or ID'd us, the people that missed our call. And we're like, they called the company. They're like, hey, what's up? Uh, I think we might have won something. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. We had to give away 80 trips or 160 trips. So double what they were expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. That's a fail. I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of fifty thousand dollars that we cost them our first week working there. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there were some people not happy with that. All right, so that's mine. Uh, Maybe yours is uh, less money, but you cost your company some money. I'd love to hear that now. So you make me and Joe, the engineer that canceled everyone's flights yesterday, feel better. (laughs) Eight five five thirty three Way FM. That's eight five five three three Way FM. Carl, have you ever cost your company money? Uh, yeah, the third day on the job uh, where I was working for a uh, Chevrolet dealership, I backed the car off the rack and ripped the front bumper cover off <gasps> the brand new uh, oh. Chevrolet Avalanche. Oh. oh, and and you know, like it's not cheap to fix those things. I mean, did that come out of your paycheck? Uh, no, actually, they they the company fixed it themselves. Um, and surprisingly enough, even though it was the third day, they they kept me on, and I stayed there for about another five years or so. So, but was it worth it? Because did your coworkers like not let you live that down? Oh yeah, they never let me live it down. Did they nickname you like "Here comes Crashem Carl"? You know. <laughs> Something like that. They had some kind of nicknames for me, I'm sure, but I can't remember what they were. It's been a few years back now. Well, Carl, I appreciate you being on the show with us today. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right, Maddie, you're up. Have you ever cost your company money kind of like that FAA engineer did accidentally? Well, actually, I'm going to tell him my husband. Okay, I respect that. (laughs) So he worked for a roofing company and put a box of roofing nails at the back of his truck. So when he was driving down the road, down the floor lane, it's Flew out all the all the nails, and four vehicles ran over the nails, cost them all tires, needed all new tires, and that some of them had a trailer with a boat. So I mean, that's a trailer, boat, and four vehicles with oh. needed all new tires. Man, that is a bummer too. If you're driving and you get one flat tire, you can change it. You get four flats, <laughs> that's a whole new you're ball done. game. <laughs> How did he let them know that it was his fault? Like, did he pull over and like say, I, I apologize, let me yes. get your information? Well, they saw him, and he was driving a company truck. And so he was like, just call the number. Sorry. You know, just call the number. <laughs> Not my problem. The guy with the boat was so mad. <laughs> oh, man. Now, hopefully he doesn't leave nails in the back of the truck anymore, right? Right. Hard lesson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I know you want to be anonymous, and I respect that because we're discussing times you cost your company money. So how did you do this? Well, we had a board lunch at a local community college, and the sterno that is underneath the food slipped off the table while I was cleaning up accidentally and caught the wall and the tablecloth on fire. Oh, in a brand new IT center <laughs> building. And it was okay. We got it out with the fire extinguisher until the fire department came and put the axe to the wall. Oh, oh. they're like, we got to be sure, ma'am. You're like, please don't, please don't. <laughs> I know. So now I'm known as Cerno Inferno. Yeah, I love it. I like it when you get a nickname for something, too, that sticks with you. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, that's my story. I don't know how much it costs, and I want to lay low in case they decide to charge me later. <laughs> saw that going differently in my mind. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show with Mind Blown. Mind Blown! Mind Blown. This is where, if you've ever felt inadequate in conversations, like I've got nothing to offer, we're going to change that for you right now, and you will instantly become the most important and most influential person in the room by just having a couple nuggets of wisdom at your disposal. So the way it works is we're kind of at a party setting here. We're hanging out. Uh, Gavin and myself, Betty's uh, walking over because there just was no one else in the room. So she's like, well, I got no options here. <laughs> Sorry. I'll go hang out with them, I guess. Uh, and so uh, we're just having a conversation. I'm going to show you how to work in these things. Write these nuggets down. Commit them to memory or things like that so that you can uh, dispense these at will. So, Gavin, go ahead. Give me so, a topic. I'm talking about how I'm a big fan of Marvel and all, are, yes. all this nerdy stuff, Star Wars, but I want to go a little bit more old school, and I need some knowledge on something I'm not knowledgeable about, and that's Star Trek. Okay, now see, that's good, because you might be in a conversation with a boss who is older than you, yes. and, oh, you like Marvel? Oh, that's great. Hey, what about Captain Kirk? And then you're like, wait, what? And then and then he throws out, like, James Tiberius Kirk, James T. Kirk, you don't know him? And the T stands for Tiberius? That's a, that's a surface level, like, <laughs> mind blown, like, that's not a big deal. Oh, and by the way... If you can ever uh, have your phone with music subtly to play <laughs> while you're having these conversations. Just have that ready. Super good if you can do that. Uh, do you know the Star Trek hand gesture for the, live long and prosper? Yeah, do you know so what it is? You, do, you part your, you know, your middle and your pointer finger and your ring and your pinky finger yeah. and do a little V. Yeah, exactly. You do yes. a little V. Live long and prosper. That's what that That's is. what the Spock says. I'm now, so bored That right was now. a big thing from Spock. That's okay. <laughs> it's going to get really good here in a second. Uh, it was uh, derived... From a Hebrew blessing. Oh, cool. Did you know that? Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, that Leonard Nimoy, he played Spock, first saw at an Orthodox uh, Jewish synagogue when he was a young boy. And, oh. uh, yeah, Le Leonard Nimoy also made it in the Adam Sandler Hanukkah song. Uh, he did. As, as, uh, <laughs> he did. As Jewish. Yeah, you don't you don't know that. But, yeah, it's really I cool. that no idea. That made it into the show, and it was something from a Jewish synagogue. Live, live long See? and prosper, Betty. A minute ago, Betty was like, "These nerds! I, why am? Why couldn't somebody else be in this room well, for me to talk I'm to?" Not still thinking. Yeah, that. now she's like, "These guys are pretty dope." Okay, That's right. so uh, Betty Rock, since you're here and you haven't left yet, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what would you throw out a topic? Well, as? I'm feeling a little nostalgic as well, but mm. I want to take it to the musical aspect okay. of things. Tell me something about MC Hammer with uh, his parachute pants. Yes, MC Hammer was uh, an anomaly. There was a rumor going around about MC Hammer at one time that he used to be a professional baseball player and then gave it up to follow the rap arts. <laughs> and then when you do a little digging, you're like, well, that's not true. I think he oh. played baseball once. Oh. Uh, but before he became MC Hammer, did you know, because he's a believer, uh, but did you know that he had another rap group before he broke out on his own, Betty Rock? No, I did not. Okay. And I think he was still wearing parachute pants, uh, but it was called Holy Ghost Boys. Oh. Holy Ghost Boys. Holy Ghost Was Boys. it a Christian rap group? Yes, Holy Ghost yes. Boys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he had a Christian rap group, uh, and that's where I think Toby got the idea for DC Talk. I don't know. Uh, but here's the other part of this. Again, if you can have audio to play off your phone, like just pop it in there and be like, oh, yeah, the Holy Ghost Boys. I found them on YouTube. No Here, way. Here's a little sample of MC Hammer <laughs> as a Holy Ghost Boy. <laughs> Yeah. to our <laughs> music.
music repertoire. Yeah, ring them. That is awesome. Yeah, so there you go. And now Betty Rock went from somebody that was just hanging out begrudgingly to now the cutest girl in the room hanging with me and Gavin. Sweet. See, that's how it works. And I'm out. And now for some good news. Uplifting Way FM. This year's the Wally Show. A little good news. Giddy up. It's a cavalcade or a roundup of good news stories designed to make you feel better because the regular news can be a bit of a bummer. So I'm going to start us off today. Uh, good news. Giddy up. There's an 18 year old pilot who pulled off an emergency landing. While he had three of his family members oh, on the flight with risky. him. Talk about pressure, though. Yeah. He's got grandma in the back crying, you know, <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to see Jesus. And, you know, like, I can't even imagine. Okay, grandma, I got it. I got it. You know, and so, like, he had to focus and be an adult really quickly and land a plane. And the good news is he landed the plane successfully wow. and everyone walked away from it. And at 18 years old, yep. like, I mean, he saved his family's lives. Yeah. He's only been, uh, granted, he put him at risk first. Well, that's uh, true. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about it that way. But he's a hero-ish. Yay. All right, Gavin, good news, giddy up, go. There's this video going very viral and it's of a doggy daycare in Alaska that uses a bus to pick up the dogs I saw this. for the daycare. It's, it's super cute. Go look it up. You can go on like TikTok. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. And so they wait outside. Some dogs know how to get to the bus and they jump up and they clip them in. Other people have to walk their dogs out. So but it's so cute. Yeah, it, it, it does. It's a little bit of serotonin it's, in your brain. Yeah, it's like kids on a school bus and they're all mm. sitting in their seats. It's yeah, precious. it's so awesome. Cute. Uh, Lady Rock, what do you got? Good news to get up. Go. There's a guy in California that he was walking to his car to get inside and go where he needed to go. But at the last minute, his girlfriend called. He takes the call outside of his car and she says, hey, I left my purse at your place. Can you go back and get it for me? So he turns around, goes back in the house to get the purse. As he's in the house, he hears this rumbling noise. He comes back out and realizes this huge boulder fell on top of his car. Oh my! And had he not taken that phone wow. call from his girlfriend... He would have not been here. And had he not like done what she asked and gone in and gotten the purse, because you know he was annoyed. You know oh, he for was, sure. You oh, know, because this kind of stuff annoys guys. It's like, well, how do you not have your purse with you? It's like a, it's another arm. It's like right. leaving your arm behind. Right. You know, and so as a guy, you're like, okay, fine, I'll go get it. Right. But in this case, thankfully, yeah, he listened and he did it. Thankfully, her incompetence saved his life. That's amazing. <laughs> and there you go. That's gonna do it for your good news, giddy up. Uplifting Way FM. If you're a little sluggish in the morning, then news-ish is your speed. You burned your foot on a foreman grill. I like waking up to the smell of bacon. Sue me. It's the Wally Show. All right, Gavin, what you got? When people go on vacations, I feel like we all handle social media and technology like very differently. Some people see it as a time, and I know this is the case for you all, you see it as a time to kind of like disconnect from the world. Like yes. you, And you're not totally on social media. You use our social media accounts but you don't personally go on there and no. you would never do it on uh on vacation no very rarely will i post anything that i'm doing on vacation you know I, i've gotten better about that because work and vacation used to be kind of synonymous sure. i'm trying to just unplug more i like but i like to go do stuff i'm always doing stuff on vacation exactly but in this day and age there are more people than ever that actually see and use social media as a platform to perform on and strive for that like influencer blue check mark oh, and according to one poll it backs up that idea it looks like more than half of people sign up for on their vacations they sign up for excursions or activities and that they didn't really want to do just so they could post photos and videos and content oh, about it you. and prove to people that they didn't that they didn't all they didn't do was just sit by a pool and relax all break. I just I, it's kind of sad to me that, that you would do something you don't want to do just so you could post about it, you yeah. know, like and just to to create a different persona, I you know, know like that, oh just went skydiving and you were terrified of it. Don't do it. But no. that just goes to show that we are all faking it. Like mm. when you go on social media. And you look at people's different um, posts and stuff. They're they're posting the highlight reel, right. and they're making you think they're living this a fabulous life. When really deep down, they were like, "I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this." Yeah, like we are a slave to what people think of us. And I think it's what stems from that is you see that somebody else did something really cool on their vacation. You feel pressured into thinking. Like, I don't want to just sit around for a whole week. I want to go do things right. that look cool. Yeah. Even if for you, maybe the best thing would be to just sit at yeah. home and 
relax. See, now yes. I like to go do things. And so when I do see somebody post something of like swimming with sharks, I'm like, yes. Hadn't really <laughs> thought of that. Didn't even know it was an option. Let's do this. And my, much to my wife's chagrin, she's like, I don't want to do that. I just want to sit there and do nothing. I'm like, we're swimming with sharks. Oh so, yeah. So I, I, I guess I'm not above the influence uh, for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. And if you've ever wondered who in your life is high maintenance, that's probably you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it doesn't extend to just people, correct, Betty Rock? No, it can extend to pets as well. I have a cat. He's just a year old. Got a lot of energy. His name is Buford Beans. That's his Christian name. He also goes by <laughs> Beans, Beanie Weenie, Beanie Boo Boo, and Fluffy Butt. Anyway, so I have to take him outside like probably weekly to brush him off because his hair I didn't realize this when I adopted him he's a long haired cat and his hair it just sticks together it's like a spider web like it's just it's just it's sticky. He looks like a little lion. Like, if you've ever seen the trailer for, like, a movie trailer for 20th Century Fox and the lion's like, rah, yeah. rah, he looks like that lion. He does. He really does. So I take him outside and I'll brush him. And I mean, it just, the hair never stops. And I just, I, uh, the wind will pick it up and it looks like a blizzard has happened. Yeah. It's just insane. And I think, you are so high maintenance. Like, I wish I had known this mm. before I got you. Not that it doesn't make me love you any less, <laughs> but I I know I'm not alone. Like, I know that there are so many pet owners out there they are like, ugh, my pet is high maintenance because they do blah, blah, and blah. Yeah, I would be curious about this because... Uh, my cat is a, a little high maintenance in little in certain areas. Uh, I would say she's very high maintenance, mainly just because she, for some reason, doesn't aim for the litter box very yeah. well, unless it's very clean. Yeah, like and she I, wants it clean twenty four seven. Oh yeah, and so yeah, that would make her high maintenance, cool. and she lets us know and <laughs> don't appreciate that at all. So she fits in the family very well. Oh yeah, my wife is super high maintenance. Uh, oh yeah, that's who I was referring to. Oh, you meant to. me? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. So, what is it that your pet does that you think might make your pet high maintenance? 855-33-WAY-FM. That's how you can be on the show. We love having you on. And I'm sure somebody's got that dog that, like, has to only have mineral purified water or something like that. <laughs> right. Right. Or they, like, have to, they have allergies. And so, they oh. have to have a certain high price, you know, pet food yeah. brand. 855-33-WAY-FM. It's high-maintenance pets. We'll do it with you right now. So what kind of pet do you have? I have a cat named Max. Named Max. Okay. And we're discussing cats or animals that you have that are high-maintenance. What do you think makes Max high-maintenance? He prefers to drink his water from the bathroom, uh, from the sink faucet. Um, and it's not enough to just turn it on and leave it like at a slow stream he wants your hand under there well of course he's sir max Uh, of course he is sir max i had a cat named hank who did the same thing he had to drink out of the water faucet anytime we would go to the bathroom and we'd turn the faucet on he would come from anywhere in the house sprint leap onto the counter and face into the sink Yes, he will cut you off to get yes. to the counter before you are in the bathroom. I've almost tripped over him a few times, oh my but now goodness. I'm like, okay, I know this is going to happen, so I just let him do his thing. Like, I do a water pick before I brush my teeth, and he is in there, like, before I even have the water pick ready. And I'm like, in a minute, I'll get it. But I always, like, with one hand, I'm brushing my teeth. With the other hand, I'm funneling the water for him. If you had to guess, who do you think Sir Max gets his high maintenance from, you or your husband? <laughs> um, I don't It's you. No. Uh, yeah. yeah, when you pause that long, yeah. it's you. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alyssa, what is your pet's name? Chewy. Chewy. What kind of uh, pet is it? He's a corgi. Oh, corgis are so cute. (laughs) They're the best breed ever. Now, what makes Chewy high maintenance in your opinion? So, he's a finicky eater. And if I'm in a different room in the house or if, like, something is out of sorts, like, I leave. If he knows I'm going to leave the house, he won't eat his food. Like, he won't eat in the morning or until I get home. You have to sit with him to kind of have him eat his food? I have to, like, be in the kitchen, like, doing dishes or something. If I leave the kitchen, like, which is, like, six feet into the living room, he won't eat his food. Oh, my word. Have you caught yourself at times, like, wanting him to eat so you just fake having to wash dishes in the sink? Yeah, I'll just sit on the, at the counter scrolling on my phone or something, pretending 
to do something, so he eats. Yeah, I'm always wondering what is going through our pets' minds. I wish I wish we could know. Like, why won't you eat if you're not there? If we give him a treat and we leave the house, he won't touch it till we come back. Maybe maybe he's afraid of choking. Like oh. like if no one no one's there. Like it, he he did it once while you were gone and choked and almost killed himself. Yes. And he's like, now I want to make sure someone can give me a doggy Heimlich. Oh, poor Chewie. Yeah, right. <laughs> what is your uh, pet's name and what kind of pet is it? Uh, his name is Stabler and he is a Malinois Shepherd. Where'd you get the name Stabler? Were you a big Kenny Stabler fan, the football player back in the day? Yes. My husband uh, is definitely an Oakland Raider fan. I guess Las Vegas Raiders now. Yeah. So that's exactly the from. I would like a little props from Gavin on this uh, as the sports guy. Okay. I will say, because I had I personally didn't even know who that was. So good job. Yeah. Wow. I busted out an old school sports reference there, everybody. Ooh, it's a win impressed. today. I know. I know. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> All right. So what makes Stabler high maintenance? Kathleen. The fact that he does not sleep at night. He is up about three times in the middle of the night. Oh. He whines at first and then we'll tell him, go to bed, Stabler. And then he does a little bark. And we're like, go to bed, Stabler. And then his bark will get a little bit louder. And it's like he's back-talking us. Your dog is kind of just like Kenny Stabler, who's gotten up there in age, too. He has to get up three times during the night as well. (laughs) (laughs) Kenny Stabler's not dead. That would be insensitive. Quickly look him up, please, Gavin. I might need to do a little damage control here. (laughs) Is Kenny Stabler alive? He's not. He's dead. There it is. I just want to point out that was unintentional. I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face. Face, and she was just happy to be there, just happy to be with us. And it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there. <laughs> because of my sponsorship for Vivian through Compassion, I'm able to write letters back and forth with her. I'm now getting updated photos. And now I think she's even taller than me, which is crazy to think. But I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food, clean water, and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible. And I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Rock Report with Betty Rock. NFL Colts player DeMar Hamlin, who collapsed on the field earlier last week after a hit to the chest, suffering a heart attack at only 24 years old, is now being released from the hospital and doing much better. And while he may not can get on the field just yet per doctor's orders, he is using this time wisely. He's making a way to give back to the hospital staff that gave him his life back. So Hamlin has trademarked the phrase... Did we win? And he's doing this because this is based on the first question he asked the hospital staff when he woke up from his coma. So he wasn't able to speak, but he did write on a piece of paper, did we win? Meaning, did we win the game where I collapsed? Yeah, because everything after that was just a a blank for him, you know? And so I love the, the fact that he wants to know, like, come to, like... What did we win? Yeah. So since he has trademarked this phrase, he's now taking it and putting it on T-shirts and selling them to the public with the proceeds going straight to first responders at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, which is where he got his care. That's cool. Yeah. And he's been released and he's home now. Like then they transferred him to um, uh, Buffalo, where he's from, because he plays for the Bills. And then. um, Oh, oh, I got the team wrong. That's okay. We weren't going to say anything. I I don't know sports. I know, it's okay. We care about DeMar. We don't care about the team. Yeah, this is way bigger than the team. Way bigger. Uh, But then. (laughs) 
then, uh, but then he just recently got released to go home, home. So mm-hmm. like he's doing well. But I like that he wants to take care of the people that took care of him. Yeah, and it is surprising too that he was only 24, had the heart attack. We still don't know why he had it. Like they're thinking maybe it was just a hit to the chest. Yeah. We just don't know. But um, he could have not been here. But mm-hmm. thanks to the first responders who were there to give him CPR and get him back on his feet and to be just a week out and yeah. he's out? I think the other interesting part of this story was a subtext to it that I didn't realize because a lot of people stopped. A lot of people prayed and and, and and they turned their eyes to God throughout this. Teams did and, and people did. It's a really cool thing. But then Gavin was telling me that he's not like a franchise big name player no. for them, right? No, he was drafted in the sixth round of the NFL draft, which does not normally yield important players to a franchise from a you know from a winning standpoint right. but that doesn't exclude the fact that he probably was like or that I've read that he was a, a fantastic individual that they loved him in the locker room mm-hmm. and that he made the team better by just being the kind of person that he was That's being. awesome. That's awesome that he was already doing that and now he's been catapulted. He'll probably if if his health is good I bet you he sees a ton more playing time oh, now sure. uh because of the media part of this too. So there you go. That's awesome. That's going to do it for your rock report. Thank you Lady Rock. Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. Every year, it's just natural. People start doing, you know, a New Year's resolutions, and I want to drop a few pounds, I want to eat better, and you know, all that kind of stuff. But I was thinking about this with regard to faith, and, you know, because that should be the thing that permeates all of the other areas of our life. And, like, it's not really a resolution, but as you look forward into the new year, what is that thing you want to see God do in you in the near year? in the new year you know like what do you want to see him help you work on spiritually you know Mm -hmm. and like for me it would have to be a quiet time like i'm so so bad i'm worse than betty is on this one i think which is saying a lot um (laughs) no i'm sorry to drag you into that hurt people hurt people uh no but like yeah i'm really i'm not I'm not good. I don't make it a priority like I should. My wife is committed. Like, she's starting to uh, read through the Bible and stuff, and she wants me to do that with her. And she's like, and then we can talk about it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I need to, I I think that's been a, a point which I've been convicted. And it's like, okay, I need I need to, to do more of this. And, and I think it would help me because I'm kind of, I'm kind of in this place. Uh, I hope we don't cry. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm in all seriousness. Like, like I'm, I'm in, in this. You know how you go in hills and valleys in your faith and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not on a hill right now. You know, mm-hmm. and so there's the honesty. That's what you get on the show. You like, I'm never gonna pretend to be something I'm not. Uh, yeah. And I'm like you. I, I ebb and flow, and I have good faith moments and bad faith moments and stuff like that. And so I'm like, okay, I think that that's something I need to work on. But I think it's important to kind of sit down and think about what do I want to see God accomplish in my life? Because when you keep it so broad, it's hard for you to really focus and actually make it happen. Right. But when you narrow it down and, and, and focus on one specific thing, it makes it seem more doable. Here's what's great, though, because I'm going to be like, all right, and if, you, if you'd like to share yours with us, 855-33-WAY-FM. Like, what do you want to see God do in your life this year? You know, just anything. And no one's going to call. They'll be like, ah, <laughs> uh, Wally just bared his soul, and we're going to leave him hanging. Uh, so there you go. I'm used to it. 855-33-WAY-FM. Uh, what is yours? We'll take them now, hopefully. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. Oh boy, you know what? I kind of bared my soul about the places in my own faith that I, you know, need to improve on. And that's kind of what we're talking about. What do you want to see God do in your life in the new year? And was very nervous. I'm like, okay, is anyone going to call? They're just going to leave me hanging. But, haha, Betty Rock, someone's calling. <laughs> hey, it's the Wally Show. Who's this? <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, because I said no one is gonna call, and, I, and I'm, I poured my soul out, and uh, sure enough, nothing. Oh boy, All right. that was fun <laughs> for you. Oh, good. Here's another one. All right, Stephanie, are you there? Wow. Yes, I am here. Thank you so much. I've never been so happy to talk to another person right now. So we're, we're looking at the thing that you want to see God do in you in the new year. So what would that be for you? It's kind of circling back what y'all said. It's reading the Bible. I, I pride myself with getting in touch with God daily through some type of like an app or like your show. But I wanted, for me, my 2023 goal was 
more. What What's next? So what I did is I went on my app in the app store because tech, you know, we're technology based now, and I downloaded the Bible app, and I love it. It it not only gives me an easy technological savvy way to read the Bible, but it lets you choose different uh, posts to kind of. Hold yourself accountable. It gives you a streak. I'm on streak only three or four right now. But, hey, you know, I'm going in the right direction. All right, three is not really a streak. It's doing well, but no. It's doing better than what you're doing. Yeah, I'm below streak. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie, I think that this is a great idea because I made a resolution last year to read through the Bible in a year. And I actually was able to make that happen because of the Bible app. You can even have someone to keep you accountable because they can see whether you did today's reading or not yes and it's almost like a contest if other people are on it you know i want to beat their streak or i don't want to lose my progress you know yeah it is game theory like you do with apps you know and regular uh, you know games and stuff like that and it does work in other areas of life i found the secret to an accountability partner select someone who's less motivated than you are (laughs) it makes you feel way (laughs) way better and less less judged duly noted i will do that (laughs) I i think i've done some good work here today I don't think so. <laughs> How do you want to see your faith change? What would you say to that, Alyssa? Um, I would like to see God restore all of the things that the enemy has taken from me and to make things new in my life again. Okay, so did you have a really rough last year? I did, and I've experienced a lot of uh, traumas as a kid and stuff like that that kind of has started these lies in my head and in my soul and things you believe in. Last year... We had an event where it really just kind of everything erupted and I got into a really dark place and it got really tough and like I had quit going to work and I didn't see anything nice or fun or uh, um, anything to to appreciate in life anymore. Wow. What was it that started to pull you out of that? Because I guarantee you somebody's listening right now and they're like, oh my gosh, that's me. Like I'm in that spot right now. So in August when things were extremely bad for me, I... uh, I followed this Stephen Furtick, and I hadn't seen any posts for him in a long time. And the first post I seen that started this journey of, of coming out of it was I, I was telling myself I'm like a reject and, and nobody cares about me and stuff. And I, a post came up that he had written, and specifically he said, "If you're telling yourself you're a reject," and and I and then it happened again a week later with another thing I had been telling myself. Slowly, I had been seeing how God had started talking to me through this this guy's page. Now I can start to see, okay, God can use this, and, and it's not all lost. It won't be wasted, even though it's so hard. Oh, that's really yeah. good. I'm glad that you see that, too, because there can be purpose for the pain, but you're not always in the place, uh, you know, in the moment to see that sometimes, and so it's good that mm-hmm. you see it now. Um, you know, like if I was looking at this, too, like what would I want God to do in the future? is help me to hear his voice and follow it, you know? So just like you were buying into the lie to hear his truth that is echoing and is resounding all around you in people and posts Mm -hmm. and music to actually follow that and listen to that instead. Yeah, it's been kind of an eye-opening situation and how I'm starting to see it. And it's been so uplifting. And I just felt like I really wanted to share that for somebody. The Bible says in 2 Deuteronomy of the book of Jericho that uh, the eye for the tooth and the tooth for the people and everybody who got the eye, you punch them in it. What? I can tell you don't read the Bible. Uplifting, Way FM. This is the Wally Show. It's important to spend time in the Bible. And if you uh, don't have one and you want one for free, we have them. You can get one for free mailed to you. And we think it's a a cool part of the ministry, a cool extension of the ministry, because, you know, everyone should have access to a Bible for sure. And if you'd like one, it's very simple. Yeah, text the word Bible to 91979. That's Bible to 91979. Now, we like to have fun and find out who knows more about said Bible, who maybe has cracked theirs in a while. Uh, uh, Gavin's going to ask Betty Rock and I Bible questions, and we'll see who's been more diligent. Now, Betty Rock read through the entire Bible uh, last year, so this should be a slam dunk. Like, she should know everything. You can't let this guy beat you. No, yeah, you're amazing, Y'all are Rock. just setting me up, no, because there's... when I do fail, it's yeah. going to be a bigger fail. I, Absolutely. We didn't say that. So. Hurts, your, hurts your testimony. Yeah, yeah it does, doing. actually. Okay, so what's first question? First question, how many... Total prophecies are there in the Bible? And we're talking thousands, so let me give you guys three Thank you options. for that, because I was like, 200? Was not going to do, do a Price is Right. So the option A is 6,000. Okay. 
B is 8,000. C is 10,000. Mm, neither one of us wants to, but mm. Betty Rock spent a lot of time in the Old Testament, and that's where a lot of those where are. most of them are. Nahum. Come on, Habakkuk. Oh, bring so it. you know? Jeremiah. So go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Wally. The 6,000 one. Oh, Take he it. gets it. Yes! <laughs> uh, yeah. I, apparently, I've spent some time there, too. <laughs> were you guessing? You were just relying on him probably being wrong. Yeah. I thought it was in the 6,000, no, but didn't. I wasn't sure till no, I heard it. I no, he did. You were going to say 200. Hush your mouth. <laughs> 200 or 6,000. You didn't let me finish. Somewhere in between. Yes. Okay, so... We know that the book of John contains the shortest verse in the Bible, yes. which is... Jesus wept. Okay, not John, the, okay, not the question. Yep, which book John 11.35, for the record. Uh, yep. Which book of the Bible contains the longest Ooh. verse in the entire Bible? Now, as someone that read through the entire Bible, like, you were awake for most of it, I assume, <laughs> Betty. You should know, like, that was a long one. Oh, okay, well, I, 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 I can choices? give you the option. Okay. So, Genesis, mm-hmm. Esther, or Jeremiah? Ooh. Betty. Oh, here she goes. <laughs> Our Bible reader. I don't know. Why um, not? I'm going to go with Esther. Hey, you're right. I am? Why? I knew that the whole time. I just needed to hear the options. It's, what? Which, which, what? <laughs> Do you want to tell us, oh, wise one? Which? Uh, no, I don't. Because okay. Wally can tell us. Yeah, it's Esther. Uh, it's in the book of Esther. But what's okay. the longest verse? Quote it. Uh, 114. No. Don't, don't say eight. no. Just move on. <laughs> just say you got it. It's 8-9 if anyone wants to go look I it up. I was close. Huh. Okay, really. we're tied. All right, last one. Okay, so... Whoop, my document went away. That's weird. Okay. What is the shortest book? Back to length, which okay. is the shortest book in the Bible. Mm. Jude, Second John, or James? Mm. Boy, I don't want to. Okay, good. I, I, I want to. I, when she gets it wrong, I want to pick between two. 50 50, go. Okay, what are the options again? Mm. Jude, Second listening. John, oh. and. James. James. Okay. I'm going to go with Second John. Wow. No. She's right. She is right. Oh, 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 nuts. All right. Well, there you go. You and know now, nothing. Well, that, see, that just shows me that all the stuff you read, you didn't learn any of it because you it, just it, it, turned it, on me and said you, something you nasty. You are so quick to you judge said something when you angry. literally have done nothing. Yeah. See, again, there's none of the fruit coming out of you right now. Turn there's your no, cheeks, for goodness there's sake. There's no grace. Uh, there's no forgiveness. There's certainly no Push fruits the of the button. spirit. So if you'd like to have your own Bible and maybe have it enter your soul more than better. Uh, you can get one for free. Just text the word Bible to 91979. Oh, I hate goodbyes, but there's still more fun to be found through our YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. Don't forget to join our exclusive potty Facebook group. You can find the link in the description of this podcast. And thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.